Tonight's show is brought to you by Mike's Hard Blue Milk. When you've been out on the Twin Suns all day, come home to refreshing Mike's Hard Blue Milk, sold exclusively at Tashi Station. Get a free sample with your next purchase of power converters. I screwed it up. I, I totally screwed it up. I, I always no, screwed that up. was excellent. I like it. I like it. No, no, I no, screwed up like two words, and that threw me for the rest of it. But yeah, I, I like that. No, though. No, I, think no, no, no. I should make you that a thing. It. I should make that. A th- I should pre-record that so I could use that as a thing. That's a great one. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. We are already having internet problems. I should call my internet service provider because this is two Tuesdays in a row. Now we're you having internet issues. And you should tell them. You should tell them. You're like, bitch. Do you know who I am? Do you know what I do on the? <laughs> Motherfucker. Do you know no, who you have no idea. To? Exactly because <laughs> because your internet sucks. <laughs> uh, I am the exclusive space game guy. I'm the one who's doing it. I'm the dude. The only thing holding me back from fame is your shitty internet. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going between on OBS. It's going, but I might have to. Yeah, I'm going to call them because I haven't changed anything on my end, and we we haven't had these problems until like a couple weeks ago. So I'm going to call them, unless they're throttling time me now. To, anyway, time to clear knows? your cash. <laughs> All my caches, like clear everything. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome uh, to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. Joining me as always is your co-host Jim. What? Yeah, and your co-host uh, Hunter. What's my name again? What's my name again? Oh, God. That song. Jesus Christ. It's what? 1997 all over again. Um, <laughs> and uh, Maybe you've gone back into the past to get the Avengers. Didn't they say you don't pronounce it Blink-182? It was like B-Link. One, it was like Blink-182 or something like that. Didn't they say that recently? Like something really stupid like I that? I have no idea. Uh, this whole time we've been saying it wrong. I know, they must be pissed. Uh, folks, Spaz can't join us tonight because he's got some family things to deal with. Uh, so we will miss him. But it's he'll probably... Family yeah, but we'll, uh, we'll be, he'll be back with me next week because we're doing a morning show next week. Unfortunately slash unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, you should, it'll be great. You should do it in actual morning show style. Like, you know... Oh, God. The wowie zowie sound effects. Like Ruben and the Spaz coming at you in the in morning. morning. <laughs> I I don't I yeah, morning DJs are the worst people in the world though. I don't want to be it associated. It's pretty terrible. It's the morning morning drive <laughs> to the space. Traffic on the two ten is terrible. I mean the two ten in Wisconsin. I don't know where you are. <laughs> it's just ra- I'll just start looking at traffic at random places. <laughs> Hyperspace weather report. The the hyperspace highway is like a pinball, like in what was that X ray birth? Whenever you went on the highway, it's like you're playing pinball. Oh god! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Luckily they toned that down. Oh know, god! Back. I know it didn't make the game a lot better, but it made it a little better. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting, man. Like they're they're still patching uh, X four, and I keep reading the Reddit, and people are like, "Is it good yet? Is it good yet? Is it good yet?" And then people are like, you know. Like they'll fix some stuff, but then there's like the litany of bugs. It's like, oh yeah, well my ship still won't dock, and this oh, one, you know, the, the one that's killing me is whenever you give the uh, the manager of your space station, you give him money 
and tell him to buy stuff, and then he doesn't buy anything. And that's been since launch day, and it's still there. And it's like, okay, I'm waiting on that one. Wait, that's been there since launch day? And they yep. haven't fixed it? Oh. Yep. Uh, It'll get there. But so. it's just, you know, it's like uh, you you have uh, drones, right, that go out and unload the big ships. Well, yeah. you can't get him to buy the drones, so you can't do that. So, yeah, big ships will dock if the drones aren't there. So, uh, so fo- little so, things. So, folks, we have a few pieces of news to talk, get out of the way um, before we begin. First off, uh, Elite, uh, their April update has gone live, and they now have their romper room area for new pilots. So you is that like can daycare. It basically what is. is. It? It's exactly yep. what it is. We have it's to a- fly in the ball pit for a while. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's the kindergarten. Uh, basically, it's the daycare well, that's, for new well, pilots. Well, that's nice. So they don't. Is it like it's locked if you're over a certain th- amount of I, hours? I, I think. I think how it works is you have to get to a certain monetary amount. I think I'm not 100 uh, percent sure, but there is a threshold. Oh wait. Oh wait. No, it's. Uh, Hang on. I can. It was it one of the things like it's open until you hit a certain rank in one of the profession tracks. I think is what I read. Oh, yes, exactly it. I just wrote it. It's when you get your first combat exploration or trading rank, that's when you can leave, basically. Well, that'll but, be pretty quick. But, but they also never come back then. I have no idea. But they also have the new advanced uh, docking computer that'll also take you off uh, as well. So... Um, <laughs> <laughs> shut up shut up so that, I, I thought that too i thought that too i i almost no, said the I other thing i almost said the other thing I, oh I your, your hammer used to pull you off is no autopilot huh no shut up god stop it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's gonna be one of those shows y'all <laughs> buckle up because uh, <laughs> we don't have a yeah. guest um so, so yeah that's so good. I I don't know. I I like the the autopilot, and it's just stock on every ship, right? I think I think just, just about there. every ship now, and I think it has okay. its own slot, so it doesn't take up another internal slot now. I think. Yeah, and oh, probably if you don't like it, you can yank it out and use the slot. There's also a super cruise assist module, which will apparently fly super what? cruise for you. Which yeah, now you uh, you no longer have to do the loop of shame. It'll hey, you know, while it does while it does that, I'm just going to go make me a sandwich, and I'm isn't that what you do? Isn't that what you do? Isn't that what you do when you play Elite anyway? Basically, no, well, I just don't even have to be at my computer anymore if it's going to well, play. Eventually, for me. eventually, it will be Eve. Can so it can it mine the rocks for me? Maybe you know, maybe maybe yeah, the the mining is actually fun now. It's really? not, it's Come not on. financially compelling. Oh. It's fun. Well, what is? Right? I mean, it's it's the same. Well, it's it's the same thing as always. Like, there's some stuff I can do. Once you've done it, you've done it. But it's fun. You can go in, you know, like drive the new feature. All right, I did it. Yeah, but I, they they just still have not figured out how to put that carrot on the stick. Right. It's it, and that's the thing. Um, Hunter and I were talking about this with a friend of mine, Ralph, um, where all these sandbox games. Everything that's a sandbox cannot seem, you know, it's like, okay, a sandbox is not enough. 
because I burn out on that. It's like, oh, we're playing Ark. Okay, well, I've tamed all the dinosaurs and I build a big house and there's really no reason to do anything else. And I'm done. Well, and that's the to that to that point, it's the same thing in any sandbox that doesn't have anything else beyond trying to survive. The the problem that therein lies is is once you figure out the formula to survival, which usually takes about maybe twenty to thirty minutes of initial gameplay, once you have conquered that Yeah, like Space Engineers is a great example. That's a perfect example because once you figure out how to survive in space engineers, it's just like all you're doing then is you're just trying to waste your time finding materials to build stuff. And at that point, you're just like, I'm grinding away. Like, just if I want to build something, just go into creative mode. Like, Jesus, why why are we doing this? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that's why I'm going to bring it up now. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw works so well is because it gives you so many different things to do, and it's all fun. And you, I've you don't get bored of it, like some well, other things. And, <laughs> well, and and to and to that credit, that's the point that Jim was getting to, which was if you have a sandbox that also has more than just the sandbox going on, so like Rebel Galaxy. But if you look at Eve Online, that game is a sandbox, but yet there's more than just the sandbox element. There's also the NPC mission terminals. Right. There's also the you know the events that they run. There's, there's yeah, the live player economy. Like there's 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 more than just all right. You're in the deep end of the ocean. Um, f- yeah, figure I, it out. I, okay, so the way that I would term that, just what occurs to me here, is I would say that games definitely, even sandbox games, need some sort of achievement gated content. Right? It's like mm. I need to do the thing. And then the game unlocks access to a place that I couldn't be before. Right. Something like that. Uh, Cause like MMOs, right. It's like, well, I can't go to the next zone because it's too hard. So I can't really go over. Well, I could go there, but I'm going to get clobbered. Right. So it's gated off by experience level. Right. But eventually yeah. like, you're overpowered and then you can like run through the newbie areas and, you know, just like kill monsters by looking at them. And, you know, that's great. (laughs) Um, and unfortunately, and that's the thing where elder scrolls online blew it because they have the leveling in there. So like, Hey, you're level 50. I'm level one. We get in a party together and the monster is about the same difficulty to both of us. Uh, you know, so I can, you could take me to end game content in that game and, I'm not going to like prosper greatly on my own, but I'm not instant dead either. Right. Um, but then you get games that are the opposite, like the division where hunters like two levels over me, which means all the monsters get harder because they scale to him and then I'm instantly dead. So I can't play with him. So it's a, it's a weird fine line. Right. But I think it's, it's interesting though, if they, if they do gate off things somehow. And if you have NPCs like factions, then maybe your faction rep does that. You know, it's like, well, here's the point where I have to do quests. I have to make these NPCs happy, or I have to do the thing that allows them to open the Stargate and then I can go through it, you know, whatever. Right. And I I think uh, elite 
it's like, here's a billion solar systems. There's like five that you're restricted that you can't go to. Um, but everything else is wide open and there's nowhere that's too hard. Right. It's like, there's, there's no system you go, you look at on the map and you're like, Oh hell, I'm not going there. Cause I'll get killed. You know, like the minute I come out right. of hyperspace, I'm dead. I ain't going there. I gotta I think, get tougher I think, before I do that. I, I think the two so far. I think the games that do this best are like more limited games, like Thirty Thirty Death War, does a wonderful job with this sort of thing. That game does everything, yeah, very well. And again, That's Rebel Galaxy, Rebel like, Galaxy Outlaw does a wonderful job because you can't like leave even leave the system until you are competent enough to be able to buy a jump drive. So oh, that's neat. So so they're doing it like privateer. There 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 is so much oh, privateer yeah. in its DNA that. I yeah, it's gonna be wonderful. I just can't stop thinking about it, gushing about it. I'm, I'm just telling you now. Now, <laughs> most, most games I can only stand to play for maybe five to ten hours. I'm like forty in this one. Are you uh, playing it with all the old man assists. Uh no, uh, no. There are gonna be. There's gonna be. I think three or four difficulty levels, and I'm playing the second one. Uh, it's called Veteran. And it has the auto follow, but the auto follow thing, all it does, it's like an enhanced match speed. All it does is match speed, try to, and keep your, keep the ship on the screen. It doesn't aim or fire for you. So you still got to do that. Um, It'll it'll be interesting. Hopefully. But you can turn that off too. Before it's out. It will hopefully before it's out, you get the chance that you can test like, okay, this is what it's like with a mouse and keyboard. I'm sure I, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Yeah, I cannot. I've been asked just right now to use the gamepad, and it is wonderful with a gamepad. It is mm. primarily designed for the gamepad. It'll support all those other things, but I've not been asked to I'll, test them yet. Have they said it's coming out on consoles? Like, it's coming out the on the PS4 time? and the Switch. Not at the same time, though. Oh, I'm shocked that it's not coming out on the Xbox, too. I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with that. Well... Um. I, I got a thought about that because it's Xbox and cross platform with PC and it might be stepping in the exclusivity with the Microsoft store, maybe. Oh, Which well, leads us to might, tonight's uh, topic. Oh. But yeah, I'm, well, I'm, well, I'm sure this game will come up with tonight's topic as well. Um I was gonna mention another bit of news. I don't know if you have this written down there, Brian. Go ahead. Uh so Star Citizen hit uh, their 3.5 update. Well, the 3.51 update went uh, live for everybody who has Um, And so I saw some people posting some videos and some live streams about it. And I told Jim, and I said, Jim, I don't understand how this game looks so smooth on some of these other people's streams. Because anytime I've ever tried to play it, and I don't have a shitty computer, right? I don't understand how their gameplay is so smooth. And I was like, well, maybe it's because of this 3.5 update. So I updated my client, and I jumped in. And Uh-oh. to my surprise, it it still wasn't as good as the people that I was seeing doing it. However, it's the best I have ever experienced it. To the point, while using mouse and keyboard controls, I was actually able to get into my ship, 
like hyperspace fly over to a different part of the star system and land on a different space station in an asteroid field. Get out and go walk around over there. Now, I've come to I've come to the conclusion that in its current form, in order to play this game, you need to have it installed on an SSD, a good one, and have a really good graphics card. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, because sense. I I have a really great processor. I have crap tons of RAM. I have an SSD and I have a pretty decent graphics card. And even with like settings and stuff turned down, it was still kind of a little jumpy for me, but it is it is the best it's been ever. Now, that's not me being an advocate for it. I'm just saying I was surprised. So did you fly to Coruscant? And land in the city. I have not done that yet. I need to check that portion out. I'm really kind of curious to see because they have this new city place that you can go to that's supposed to be pretty uh, stellar. So yeah, I've watched people play that, and it's like, hey, I'm going to fly in there and I'm going to land on this building, and then you can run around in the building, and then you see the like the the monorail train that runs through the city, and it's dude, it's it's like cyberpunk is hell right i love how that city is it's like straight up blade runner shit and Mm -hmm. and did you see like where they have like the the giant hologram ads in the street and stuff yeah yeah. so it's like wow okay so this this gets it visually that's well it it gets he i think i think star citizen has always gotten it visually but the execution of being able to enjoy the visuals in like a a real and like 3D environment to run around in hasn't always been mm. hasn't been good. But uh, I, I, I have think that, I think that culling stuff that they built in really did a lot for them. Like in that last build, sure. Because before they were loading every asset in the game into RAM. And you know, not just what was necessary. And, it, and well, and it used to, and it used to take the game forever to load too. I was also shocked at how quickly the loading speeds were this time around. Like it was, it was shocking. Now, having said all of that, I used to be pretty harsh on this and pretty pissed. I have loosened my reins on it, but I'm still, I'm, I'm still holding out reservations uh, on it. I'm not, I'm not convinced it's still going to ever come out. Yeah, no. Right no. now, right. Right now, everything is still just like this is a, a tech demo that just keeps getting bigger. Have they said anything about Squadron Forty Two? Um, they they that, said that uh, not looked, not in a year. Okay, no, they said that thing they, looked very focused last time. Like they sent out a mail about it, a mailer, a mailing about it, like a month ago, calling out the Squadron Forty Two well, update, but there was nothing in it. Right, there was it nothing. Was, like what I'm saying, like the nothing. only thing that they've. The only thing officially like new that they talked about that I remember the most of was the biggest news that has come out from that is they've split it up into two separate like entities. There's going to be the Star Citizen as a game and then Squadron 42 as a game, and they're 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 separate development cycles. They're separate right. development stuff. So yeah, it just look it just looked like uh, the Squadron 42 stuff because they could focus on okay. This is the limited set of things that are going to be here, so we only have to do this. So they weren't they weren't trying to do like all the things. So it seemed like that game jumped ahead in development last time I saw it, 
but maybe things have it, refactored into like, okay, we're doing all the things because it did. It did jump ahead in development, but not by like a lot. What what you what you're seeing though is more behind the scenes cutscene type uh, stuff that they've built. Okay. So anyway, that's anyway. that's the news that I wanted to share on that. All right, we got a couple more things. Uh, Out of space, uh, the new game from the Galaxy of Pen and Paper. The those folks uh, is oh, I out. That it's was a, a, I thought that was about my hard drive. <laughs> it's. It's it's a local only multiplayer, which is kind of sad. Local only multiplayer game uh, where you're all on a spaceship and you have to manage the spaceship. It looks fun. Uh, I've not played it yet, but I hope to soon. Uh, so that's out. And those guys make good games. That's why I'm mentioning it. Um, a couple. I usually don't mention mo. We usually don't talk about mobile games, but a couple of PC games that we've liked around here have gone to mobile. Uh, Nomads of the Fallen Star is coming to mobile, which is great, because that's a great game. And Solar Settlers recently hit mobile. If you guys haven't played Solar Settlers, uh, that, fa- that game's freaking fantastic. Like, freaking fantastic. Seriously. Um, and finally, the folks at the... You guys uh, have phones, don't you? Yeah, but I don't play games on the damn thing. I- I'm sorry, I had to. I oh had God, I uh, I'm so tired. I yeah, and I get that now. Y'all have phones, right? <laughs> Screw you, Blizzard. Uh, yeah, I get it now. Um, and finally, the folks at the Wing Commander CIC, uh, which is like one of the oldest sites still around, they've launched like a weekly informal thing called All Wings Considered. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Uh, I'll, I'll, I don't get I'll it. Give I'll give there's, a, a there's an NPR show called All Things Considered that's been on for like I, 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 yeah, 40 I, years. Yeah, I, oh, I know. you do get it. I, it's hard I, to tell. I'm, <laughs> yeah, it's... I wouldn't call it a podcast because it's only on video. And it's like... It's even less formal than ours. Our thing right now. So it's... It's really well done. Like they like they have their video in like a privateer uh, buy and sell window, which is really nifty uh, in their overlay. I'm like, how do they do that? I want to do that. I want to steal that. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the neat thing. They already have like seven episodes up, and they're really silly. But they talk about like privateer two ship of the week and random crap like that. So if you're really into Wing Commander, it's worth checking out. Because uh, there's a lot of Wing Commander stuff to talk about, you know, beyond the movie, of course. So that's the news. So, what? uh, what? 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 <laughs> I actually, no, I showed somebody hard of hearing Vader the other day who had never seen uh, it before. Does not get old. No. You, you know what other video doesn't get old that we've been watching for years that just resurfaced for some reason? The, uh, the, the count that where all his where every time he says count is bleeped. So it sounds like he's saying oh, fuck. Yeah, the, the unnecessarily censored count. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. It's like, yeah, folks, if you all haven't seen that, just go find it right now. As you're hearing the sound of my voice, it is the funniest, funniest thing. Oh my God. So, uh, hey, we- man, what's the, what's the deal? The, the stream is only showing you and G- that's funny. What? Name's not even there. That, 
Well, you're there in Discord. Yeah, the overlay is oh, only on showing the stream overlay. No, the I'm stream, just a, a ghost in the system. No, that is really strange. That shouldn't be happening at all. Oh, we'll see what happens. No, you're there now. What happened? I left and came back into the room. That's so weird. Weird internet. <laughs> I have to. I have to call my. <laughs> I have to call my ISP. I think this is getting out of hand. Um. So we have a topic tonight, folks, because we don't have a guest, and I've been, you know, my brain hasn't been working very well, so I didn't think very hard about this topic, but it, it's been so contentious lately that I figured we should talk about it, and I'm talking about the, um, the recent launch of the Epic Game Store and all the exclusives they've been taking away from Steam, uh, and how some people are happy about it. Some people are very angry about it, and some people don't give a shit. Um, well, I'll I'll throw this out here to get it started. Go for it, man. Ah. More options are always better, in my opinion. When you have, uh, when you give people not necessarily more options, but when you give people more choice. Because, you know, that's that's where you see, like, a real economy come into play. You know, people can pick and choose where they want to, you know, do their business at. And sellers of, you know, items as well have the choice of choosing where they want to sell their products at. However, the the thing about the Epic Store that I think for some people, at least for me specifically, that is such a problem. Isn't that they're a store selling video games? Because I could care less about another store being out there. There's, It's great. There's another place to go buy games. Cool. Whatever. The problem is, is their exclusivity deals that they're tying to these developers of will take, you know, we'll let you keep more of your money but you have to only exclusively sell on us for X amount of time. I think that bargain is really shitty. Yeah. Well, you know, what I find really funny about that, though, is then Tim last week was like, but if Steam decides that they're going to bring their share, you know, from like a 70-30 split, if they give the developer, what is it, like 88%, so they go down to like a 12% cut or whatever, um, then they'll just drop all their exclusives, right? They'll, they'll like, release everything that's exclusive and, and just end the whole shebang. And, uh, you know, so it's like, well, it's in your court now, Gabe. <laughs> and it's like, well, no, not really, because there there's... Okay, so one of the big things is on the Epic store as a developer, they do not pay the transaction fees. Right. And some of the transaction fees are, are kind of ridiculous. In fact, uh, some of the reading that I was doing, one guy used an example where in India, they actually have couriers. So if you wanted to buy a, a game, a courier can come to your house and collect cash money. And then whenever they go turn the money in, then the product gets activated in your account. So they they actually have like a delivery guy come out to the house and pick up the money. As like that's not free. Um, there's there's a lot of payment processing 
stuff in other countries that, that costs like, you know, way more than like a couple percent. Right. So it's like valve just eats that no matter where you're at. So, and honestly, the countries that have the higher processing fees also have the games cheaper because they're like lower income countries. Right. So you're already kind of like in the second, third world area. And then, you know, so it's like the conversion instead of the dollar, you know, you can, you convert into, I don't know, whatever kind of Zenny coins they got in whatever country. Right. But it's in American dollars, it could be much cheaper. And that's why, and and personally, I don't agree with that. I, I think as a person selling something that, it's like if it's a dollar here, it should be a dollar there or whatever a dollar is worth over there at the exchange rate, right? Because me as the developer, if my game's a dollar, I want a dollar. I don't want 10 cents from somebody just because of where they live, right? But eh, that's another argument. Um, but it, it's the thing of uh, Epic passes those fees through to the developer, right? So whatever it costs for PayPal or subway cards or whatever the hell you're using in your country um, that passes straight through the developer, but steam eats it. Um, steam also handles like, you know, the community stuff that Epic doesn't have. Maybe it's a good thing that Epic is dodging, you know, it's like, well, there's no requirement that they have a community portal thing. It's like, do we need that? We got discord, we got steam forums, we got, you know, uh, maybe I'm happy. That's not there. Right. Because then you got to moderate that crap. And, you know, it's like that's all you need is people in there being toxic and your stuff. And then there people got something else to bitch about. So just don't have it. That's fine. People can people can satisfy that outside. Um, but there are features that Steam does provide that are to the developer that Epic just ain't got. So that's a thing I would like to see tightened up, um, especially you know, while they're working hundred hour weeks on Fortnite, maybe they could spend, you know, a couple hours on fixing up the store. Well, and and you brought up a really interesting point, Jim, about valve slash steam steam as a service offers a lot. When you think about what all is actually writing under the hood with steam. So like, you know, there's the, uh, workshop, element of things there's Mm. the like servers the steam servers now granted that's stuff like the developer has to kind of like develop into and include in yeah but the workshop is a huge thing like for people that are mod savvy huge right nobody's even really brought that into the discussion you know with with epic it's like hey man where's our mod you know so there's there's a lot that Steam offers. Now I'm not I'm not going to get into the debate on the toxicity of Steam reviews and the review bombing and all that other stuff. That's 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 a huge different discussion. And maybe maybe it needs to be brought up. I don't know. When you when you think of it um in terms of you know the the practice, like the the best practice kind of things of like what Epic is doing versus what Valve is doing. You know, what Valve is doing is Valve doing something that is honestly bad. Is it a horrible thing? Are they being horrible overlords? Like that's the thing that I'm trying to understand. Are they are they really bad to do business with? And if so, let's talk about that. Like 
yeah, well, I look in, in, in tangibles, right? Like if I'm giving you 30% instead of 15%, right? So what does that extra 15% get me? And how much would I pay otherwise? And if, and if you're passing the fees through to me, that, that 30 versus 15% split is perhaps not depending on the price of my product. Right. So, uh, yeah. And and what, what about selling a game that they're, they're not even in this territory yet because all their games are premium priced. Right. But what, what about like the $4 game, the $2 game, but the credit card processing fee costs more than the game. Valve eats it, right? They lose money on that shit. So uh, how's that going to work for the developer if it passes through? They're going to lose money on every sale. No developer is going to do that. So somebody in the comments mentioned, uh, talk about the FAQ on Rebel Galaxy Agatha's website about why they're going exclusive. So I have not read this. Do, do any of you guys know what's up with that? I'm loading it now. Um, Hang on. Something, something million dollars. I don't know. Yeah. What, yeah, what, what was right the, now. there was one, somebody actually disclosed the amount of money. I forget which game it was, but it was, it was like two cold cash bang to be exclusive. And I was like, Oh, well that's respectable. It was not Rebel Galaxy. It was something else. I'm not seeing. Um, I gotta find this. I'm not seeing anything about the Epic Store. Yeah, who, whoever that is in the audience, if you could link where you saw that, because I'm. Oh, not I found it. it. I found it. Oh. So what does it say? Uh, okay, here's here's probably the big question. Exclusives are anti-consumer. Why would you do this, parentheses, you monster? Uh, the answer. Okay, so that's a little complicated, and our answer is long-winded, so bear with us. Before Valve and the 70-30 split, it was pretty darn rough to be an indie, parentheses, both in terms of royalty share and in terms of the ability to sell things without a publisher, parentheses. We can all thank Valve for using their leverage to make that happen and usher in the era we have now. We think it's safe to say that a large percentage of the games made today wouldn't exist without it. Epic is using their leverage to push that even farther to 88-12, that's another whole strata of developers who can survive. Um, question, would you like that to become the new standard? Yes. Um, question, can that be done without leverage? Answer, no. Question, is some form of exclusive content required to get the momentum to make that happen? Answer, yes. And we're willing to get on board to make that happen. Uh, See... Here's okay. Let, let's 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 talk about that for a second. I I am not opposed to the smaller companies getting more for what they're trying to work with, especially being smaller. And I do think it, it is quite silly that Valve came out with a restructured percentage break based on number of sales. So if you've sold X amount of 
copies, we take less of a cut. And I thought that was kind of weird. Like I think cause, that's, cause, that's insulting because at that right, point, it's like that, if big boys get more, well, no shit. Like we're already big, so you know, help the help the guy that needs a a leg. Right. No, that's 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 exactly the thing that I was thinking about too. Is that it, it is insulting to them? So it kind of made me wonder. But then, but then again, let's 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 go back to this again. Leverage, leverage against something like Steam. I don't. I don't really see it happening unless it something unless it's unless something major happens, and something made like would, super major would have to would happen. You, would you call Borderlands Three something major? No, that is a single game. You look at what Valve is making, like annually, with it, this the like Valve. You know, with the game sales, the cut of the game sales that it gets off of Steam. With all of the Dota two nonsense, with all of the Counter Strike nonsense, like you look at you look at all of that stuff, and I just I don't see one or two games singularly being the clutch that takes it over the edge. Like yes, Valve or yes, Epic is getting some exclusives for a short period of time, and the developers may choose to also sell on Valve. But I don't think that that's enough of a driving point. And here's why. Because we've had three Borderlands games to this point. Right. And ha- having a having a fourth Borderlands game in the entry of Borderlands games is kind of like... I, I've, the, I haven't even played through all of one or two by themselves yet. And I have, and I have the pre-sequel, and I have yet to touch it myself. So it's like... For someone as as a gamer like me who has so many games and I love playing games, but I don't always get to play all the games that I have, like that exclusivity over on Epic Store is just kind of like, well, like I haven't even played these other ones, so there's no reason to go buy it over there yet anyway. But that also brings up a different point entirely. When you look at where a game has been traditionally sold by a series of developers and all of a sudden you see it switch to a new store you're splitting up where people have bought their games in like a collection, so to speak. Do you mean mean like dead space one and two and then dead space three over on origin or, well, no, 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 no. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. So that is similar, but slightly different. So the, the fact that you had all of these games being sold on one platform, and then all of a sudden they get sold on another platform. I give leeway in the example of EA owns Origin, EA owns Mass Effect, EA has opened up Origin as its own store, therefore they want to sell their first-party game on their own store. It would be like Blizzard was selling StarCraft over on Steam, and then they came out with Battle.net app, and they decided to release StarCraft 2 on Battle.net and not release it over there, because they have their own platform that they've developed for themselves. So if Gearbox was to, say, come out with their own platform and decided to say that they wanted to sell Borderlands 3 on there instead of anywhere else, I would understand, because they would have complete control over that. You see what I'm saying? So like, so, it, so like, it's not like Blizzard is 
you know, because they decide where they're going to sell it. It's not like they're sucking other people away from the platform as well that aren't their own product. So it doesn't offend you because it's like, it's their shit. They can do what they want with it, but please don't like vacuum all the other cool games off steam. Right. Right. That, that exactly that. So, for Epic to have a contract in place that says you can only sell on us for a full year first, and then you can go and sell it wherever you want is bullshit. Steam doesn't even require that. Steam only requires that if you are going to sell it somewhere else, you sell it at a comparable price. Like... Well, you know, here's another thing with Steam, right? Is we haven't even talked about about the key reseller market uh, where you can go on Humble Bundle and just sell Steam keys and Steam doesn't get a dime of that, right? So maybe that's part of their 70-30 split too, right? They got to make up for that. Uh, Well, that that is something something that people... Yeah, that's something that people don't really talk about. That's, That's a huge thing to mention. Yeah, because it's like you can't, as a developer, go on Epic and be like, "Yeah, give me like a thousand Epic keys. I need to spread these around some some bundle sites." Nope. Well, and here's the thing: someone said, like in the comments, there, you just wait twelve months and then you can buy it on Steam. But there's no guarantee that they're actually going to release on Steam in a year anyway. They just have an agreement with Epic that says they can't for a year. That doesn't mean that they're going to. I wonder at what point. Who's going to be the first developer that tries to get loose of the contract because they they realize that their return from the front money is not, you know, it, it's like, okay, yeah, we got like you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars up front to go exclusive, and that sounded really good, but now we've sold 10 games because, you know, that community backlash is real or something. Um, I, I heard, see with the satisfactory guys at coffee stain, I never know if they're joking or not. Right. But they, they went on like this rant about piracy and about, you know, like, uh, how their sales are jacked and, you know, they, and they were like, yeah, we had to do some refunds. So now we're down to like 10, you know, that we've sold. <laughs> it's like, okay, I know you're kidding there, but you know, is, is, is it like, is that sentiment actually like you're kind of feeling a burn? Like, wow, we really didn't sell what we expected or not but they're still developing the game so whatever but it's like yeah i i just i wish that there was some straight talk about that because i would like to hear it um but i'm wondering like at some point some developer is going to be like we have fucked up and we're going to go out of business if we stick in this exclusivity deal so we got to get the hell out of here you know it's life or death so we have to like back out or something that's when the rubber is going to hit the road. Yeah, but to to answer your your big initial question, Brian, like I just don't see a singular game or even a, a small collection of games making the difference. Like, like, and, and I know I know the old like saying is just like, well, someone who's going to deplatform Steam. I don't think anybody's going to deplatform Steam until somebody does something drastically 
different than Steam. Not be not just be a competing store, not just offer different deals for the developers selling, but they have to offer something else on their platform that's going to be enticing to bring people over to them. Because well, right now everybody's friends lists are on Steam. Everybody's like mm-hmm. game collections and hours are calculated on Steam. Everybody's achievements and medals are all like there's so much stuff that people have utilized Steam for. Now I know it's not the end all be all, but even 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 Steam saw or Valve saw the issues with Discord and seeing that Discord has their store, they have a, a better chat system, a better VoIP system, a better a video system. And so they've been trying to implement that on their platform. And, you know, Steam also has Steam Streaming now. And, like, they're trying to do more with that. So, like, Steam's trying to be the one all-stop shop, as where Epic's just a competing storefront for, you know, trying to get exclusive deals to sell there first. Right. And, and since you bring up Discord, the Epic Store is not so different from the Discord Store, is it? It's no. just like, it's a store. That's it. It's just That's like, true. click the game, buy the game. I can launch it from Discord. I haven't bought a single game in Discord. No, nope, neither have I. I, I, haven't, I haven't bought a game from Twitch either. Why no. would I? I don't need yet another launcher. I'll buy that wherever else it's at at the same price. But if it if it was over... You know, you know the thing, instead of an exclusive thing, what if the game was just permanently 15% cheaper? Right? It's like comes out on Steam, comes out on the Epic Store. Epic Store gives everybody fifteen percent back. Right? It's like yeah, we sell we sell the game at the same price because the developer has to sell the game at the same price. But then out of our pocket, we give you a fifteen percent coupon on every game. Pow! And would that be enough to swing sales? Because it's like wow, I get a fifty, I get fifteen percent off of a fifty dollar game. That's seven bucks. Well, maybe. You know, and then people can vote with their dollar. Hey, man, if it's worth seven bucks to have it over on Steam, just do it that way. All right. Maybe people wouldn't have bitched so hard. But, you know, we'll we'll hit this later. Right. Because th- this is a rabbit hole. Right. So let me just, just say it. But it's the outrage culture that goes on in games media and social media and whatnot. It's the addiction. Like I get up this morning and I, I have to I have to create content. And I have a channel that's like critical, right? I'm I'm like pessimisticgamer.com. So I have to video of the day bitch about some scandal, right? And the whole epic thing, uh, just it has fed that because every time a game gets announced on there, that gives you a couple of days of bitch content, right? So those people have made the most out of it. But I found whenever I went through my like 500 channels that I was sub to on YouTube, the people that were posting the most frequent updates were the people that were doing the most low effort stuff. You know, it's, it's just like, Oh yeah, this, the, look at this thing. Ah, you know, every, every day I got a new video, sometimes three videos a day. If you're that guy, you know who I'm talking about. Um, and it, and it's, you do, I know you do, uh, quartering, but you know, it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, it, it, uh, I, I don't know, man. So I went down the list and I was just like, does this channel actually add anything to my life? Nope. Unsub. And man, I unsubbed out of like 250 out of 300 channels. <laughs> I paired it way down. Wow. And uh, you know what? When I don't, when I don't consume that bullshit, when I don't like open up YouTube, Hey, what's going on in games today? 
oh my god, a wall of outrage again today. What's the new thing? Oh, Mortal Kombat. No, they're covering up the boobs. Oh shit, let's riot. I just I just don't care. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of the the the, the outrage culture is definitely something that I, in in this topic of game stores has definitely crept into as well. And and, well, and how, and how much of the problem is it really? If you sh- well, if all those people shut up. Right, yeah, right. Well, that's what like Fer- Fermian, like Fermian, even brings up here in our Discord chat in the stream chat on Discord here, and he talks about you know people talking about oh man another game launcher, and you know it's just like remember the time before Steam when you had all of these different games and you had to have like thirty thousand icons on your desktop for the different games. Remember when you had to yeah. fish the fucking DVD out of the drawer. <laughs> Right. Oh man, you know, you have it so much easier. You have like you have literally five different game launchers. You're fine. You know, like another game store, another launcher has never been an issue to me because that shit just sits in the background anyways and I don't really have to listen to it. Right? I don't even Maybe have them running at me because there's an update. You know, like or you don't even have to have them running, but like yeah. you know, again, I have Steam I don't running, have a but sh- that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't you know, have again, yeah. again, I don't have a shit PC, so I can just let that shit run in the background and not bother me. You know, I've got like four VMs running on this thing too. I can let all of it run in the background and it doesn't bother me. But like you know, I you know, I I know that not everybody has a beefy computer, so I can't just be like, oh, look at you over there with your nice computer. Like even a decent computer, you know, a, a four hundred dollar, five hundred dollar budget build PC with a with a solid state hard drive is going to do just fine. Game launchers, another game launcher isn't the issue, and it shouldn't be the issue. Yeah. By the way, Brian, is he robotting for you, or is it just me? Nope, it's just it's just you. Okay, it's just me. Don't worry. About I, it. I I've restart. I apologize, folks. I've restarted the stream like three times because I've lowered my bit rate in the hopes that'll make things more stable, and it seems to actually have. So, uh, I wonder if I was trying to push too much through the pipe. You know what I mean? And 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 uh, Iceberg here on on stream brought up another great point. You know, the disc- Discord store doesn't really exist anymore because yeah, now can- developers can sell directly via their channel, as he puts it, to their super fans, which is also so. It's it's a really interesting like economy to be in, but I I just think Tim Sweeney is trying to use that Fortnite money to to flex. And, you know, they're not hurting for cash either with all the Fortnite cash going. But seriously, Epic needs to, to do something serious because how many security breaches has Epic had over the last oh, five I know. years alone? I think, so, what was yeah, their big news recently? What was their big news recently? Hey, we're adding two-factor authentication. Good job, guys. Welcome to 2011. That's great. Oh, I, I, That's I well, that. Done. well done. Well done. Was that? So here's the thing, right? Is we're talking. We spent a lot of time this last week talking to Ralph, and he had this uh, this night. Ralph, Who? a friend of mine that I've known since I was a kid, okay, um, was like from from the old BBS days, right? Three hundred baud. Like Ralph and I, we lived in the same town, but we didn't know each other. But we had met because we used to walk like that two miles uphill in the snow both ways, opposite directions to the dairy mart to play donkey kong yeah like yeah, yeah. so i i knew yeah. him from seeing him in there but i never really yeah. talked to him and like years later we ended up like working together at the little mom and pop isp anyway so 
there's this website. I forget what the hell the name of it was. It was it, it's like decryptme.com or something. But it's uh, you can go there and sign up for free, and you can look and see. You know, they somehow they obtain all these hacked databases of accounts, right? And they got like bajillions of them. But if you if you like go in the free tier, it'll tell you, yeah, yeah, you're in the list, right? Whatever you searched for, it was here. If you pay money it's like three bucks for a week or 11 bucks for a month or they got a yearly thing or whatever. It's very interesting though. So you can go in there and actually search with non obfuscated results. So what that is, is basically I could go in there and put your email address in and it'll cough your password up. Right. Cause I can just say, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, uh, Brian. Because, because it's got all of the database breaches and with all the details in there. Yeah. So the thing is, he when he makes passwords up, he he uses a random generator, right? And then he keeps a spreadsheet of okay, this password was on this site. And then when he goes in there and he searches all of those, and and they're like wicked passwords, right? I mean, it's like twenty characters long with it, you know, like all the special shit and whatever. And whenever he goes in there and actually searches. Hey, let me see this crazy ass random password. Bang, there it is. Oh, well, I look on my spreadsheet. Where was that? Oh, that was in the Epic store. So so it's like it's proof. Like there is no doubt that this password came out of the Epic store because that's the only place it would exist. And it's like 20 digits long, right? So, you know. Um, yeah. So there you go. Uh, but he said that he's he's had like two of them at least that popped oh, in there. God. So he knows like twice that, that he got, yeah, like their thing. But it's like, do they disclose that they did? Do they say, Oh yeah, we had a whole security um, thing or do they, they actually have, have to say they have in the past. Like I've, I've gotten emails from them like next, like come to the Epic store and log back in and change your password. You know? And like, I've, I've gone to like epic.com and it's just like, try to log in. They're like, your password has been reset here. Make a new one. We had a security breach. Sorry about that. But they don't yeah. go into any details. Yeah, well, I, I had, um, like, I used to get email notifications from them. And finally, I just locked the account because it was, like, attempted login, attempted login, attempted login. And it's like, man, somebody, and, and this is before they even had a store. It was just nothing but Fortnite. What the hell is the point of hacking my <laughs> free game account? I You know, it's not like you're going to get shit out of my Fortnite account. Um, but, yeah. I just had an account there so that I could download Unreal Engine and mess around with it. And uh, and it was yeah. just like constant that, you know, and it, I can imagine now that they got a store, like the amount of security barrage that they're under. That's probably got to be crazy. Yeah, you'd think they'd shore that stuff up before even opening a store where you can make monetary well, transactions. There's a lot of things that were going on with that store that was bad. Like it's it's way better than it was, but when they first launched it, it was like tissue paper of a store. And yeah. it's getting better, but it ain't getting better at the rate that you would expect. No. So, I mean, if you think back to Steam in its early days, it wasn't really great in terms of usability either. And it, in in okay. some ways it's still That's- not. But that's but, the weird thing that people love to continue to compare. It's like, well, when, when Steam first launched, nobody liked it. I'm, I'm like, like, okay. I'm just saying it's a, like, it's a 1.0. So you look at other right. stores when they were at 1.0. But, but it's not a 1.0. Well, like, the, the store thing. is. The store is. 
I mean, yeah, their launcher Steam already isn't... learned all the lessons in life. Like they've been down that road, and now it's just it's like it's common knowledge to everybody that's a web developer. Oh yeah, here's here's like ten years of pain over at Steam or however long they've been around fifteen years now. Um, here's like all the times that they fell down. Well, don't do those things. You know, it's like we we need to like come in at that level, not where they were also, years ago. Also, the Epic Launcher installing that thing that reads your Steam account. Like your friends list? Yeah, that was weird. So, oh, but only but only if you enabled it. And I'm just like, well, I never saw an option. Like, I didn't see. There's know, also a weird thing where they've been giving away free games. And they claim their games are DRM free. Like, apparently, you know, you get Subnautica or whatever. Um, but apparently, someone, when they uninstalled the Epic Game Store, it also uninstalled Subnautica. So it's like, ah. Uh, uh, well, what? there's another thing about that too is is the piracy angle of it because Steam is trivial to crack, right? Really? You replace the DLL. Yeah, it's that's really it? easy. There's an there's an app that's out there, and what? you can run that app against a Steam application, and it'll just make a launcher for it, and then you just use the launcher forevermore, and and it masquerades as Steam running. So when oh, the God. application says, "Hey, Steam, am I authorized? Do I own this?" Then the fake thing says, "Yep, yep, I'm Steam. What? You got it." Oh, and God. yeah, totally. What? But it's it's like it, it's worse with the Epic Store thing because you download Unreal Tournament, which is free, and then you can rename the games executable to Unreal Tournament, and then you launch it, and it says, "Oh yeah, you own Unreal Tournament." Pow! Fires up the game every time. So <laughs> maybe they fixed that by now. But I, I screwed around with it whenever the store first came out, and I was like, "Oh shit." Oh geez, I mean, I, I, yeah. I would, I would, I would hope they would have that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Let's just say there's a subreddit that you could go to. <laughs> of course, there is. That will tell you all the things. You can say that about anything. There's a subreddit yeah. for that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I wonder if there's a subreddit for XKCD because then it would be like Inception. It would be like everything about everything. I, I, I can't imagine there isn't. <laughs> I mean, XAC, it's popular, so there's got to be has got to be a subreddit about it, right? Um, yeah, apparently, I didn't know this either. They're talking on Twitch about how Steam does have DRM free games, which I didn't know that. Some of them, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Apparently, there's a list. You just have to experiment. You go in and and uh, try to launch the game without Steam running, see what happens. You know what? What pisses me yeah. off though. What's is that? there's some games that are online only that do not need to be online only flat space, right? That, that, uh, 2d, yeah. uh, like, you know, uh, like 30, 30 death war kind of game, right? It's a 2d top down space yeah. thing. Yeah. You can't play it offline. It's what? like everything else. If I, if I go offline in steam, you know, you just offline mode. It's like, okay, the game's installed. You've authenticated once we know you own it. Okay. Go into offline mode and then you can play it like, you know, without an internet connection, not that game. And it's like, dude, this is like a, a little like two bit indie, totally not popular game that maybe three people have heard of. And you can't play it offline because it's like, oh, got to be online. That's our DRM. It's like, bro, are you really that worried that somebody's going to pirate your game? Um, it's unfortunate because there's times when I want to play stuff and I'm offline. 
can't do it. I ins- and the, that's how I found out. I installed it on my laptop and I was somewhere that there was no internet. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to play some flat space. So shit goes is, both ways. That is a little weird. Cause I mean, there's nothing online at all about that game. Not a bit. Like, except for nothing. the DRM. Like, I mean, some games like, I guess I'm going to mention Warhammer Martyr, you know, that's online only, but that like syncs with a server to generate missions and keep track of all your shit. So I guess I get that. This would be like fire up solitaire in windows. And it's like, Oh, I can't do that. You're not on the internet. (laughs) I'm like, it's like, dude, solid. You can't play windows. You can't play windows pinball. Uh, That, that space pinball game because it's online only like what? Why do I need to be online only for this? Yeah, that is weird. I'm not a fan of that generally. Like, games as a service is... I mean, it works when it works. Like, you know, Wildlands, The Division. It works when it works, but it's not something I'm hugely a fan of. But not every game needs it. Like like you said, like Flat Space. Like, what? Why? (laughs) That's like... uh, That would be like, again, making 30-30 Death War online only like why would you do that you know exactly there's nothing online at all about that did we lose hunter we lost hunter oh my god um, i don't we just know lost him. no we did well He's it's gone. like i can i can barely hear you over the robotness can you can you really flip the ser- yeah hang on i'll flip it's- the server Let's try that. Hopefully, that works better. Uh, sounds better. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going. Took a shit. Oh, uh, so it's not just me. Well, that's good to know. I, I was worried it was just me. But well, you guys sound a lot better though. Yeah, I switched. I just switched servers. But I mean, apparently, oh, Fermian says this is going to be a fun podcast for you to edit. Oh, you're adorable. Edit. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that word means. Edit. <laughs> I don't know. Fermi, you want a job? I think Fermi <laughs> just volunteered to be the editor. Oh God. I wouldn't I wouldn't wish that on anyone. I'm sorry. Uh- <laughs> you know, funny funny thing about that, right, is I, I was watching one of Zuljan's uh FOD talks today, and uh it's a little bit older, but he tried a thing on his channel where he he used to just export like he'd do a live twitch stream and he would just export that straight out right to youtube mm-hmm. and then he said uh, he decided he was going to try another format because you know it's like ah, it's like an hour-long show or whatever so let me let me actually edit all the dead space out and just get it to the fun stuff right and he said like his his view time stuff dropped by like 70 percent overnight holy it shit was like, it was bad yeah and he's like whoa okay going back to the long format never mind so yeah so that's well, the power of editing so uh to go back to our store discussion i think really with the epic thing versus steam my 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 only beef is is i just wish that instead of trying to strong arm the developer to commit to an exclusivity deal if if you're truly offering a better deal in general, and if you think that you really do have the better deal for the developer, then why do you need to make your shit exclusive to them? Let 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 the people make a choice. 
let the consumers make the choice and see if you, you know, and let the developer make a choice if he's going to stay on there or not. Because if the developer feels that they have the better game and they want their game to be on the Epic Store because they feel like they're going to get more for what they've made, then let let you know let the free market decide instead of cutting all these exclusivity deals. That's that's I think really where what it boils down to for me. Because if a developer chooses willy nilly to just do that, fine. But like to sign an exclusivity deal, that's when I start going, why did you do that? So other thing about this, right? Like whenever you're in steam and you put your, your payment information in, there's a box you can opt in for it to save your credit card or whatever. Mm. It's the opposite with Epic. You have to opt out. Otherwise it will keep it. Cause I, I went in there and I noticed it's like, Oh wait, it's still got my PayPal shit. What happened? Like, Oh, and that made me a little nervous because there's security issues. Right. So it was like, all right, well let me put on two factor and, tear my damn payment info out of there anyway and all this stuff right so because if they lose the database and still got my payment info i don't like that um but yeah it's it's just basically that stuff um but like what what hunter was saying though about like well you know let them put the game where they want and if the if the sales are better for them on one platform or the other if they want to make their game exclusive or whatever sure i think i think that the actual strategy though coming from Epic is they're like, okay, there was, there was so much initial resistance to stuff coming on their store that they decided to, to say, okay, there's no such thing as bad attention. You can get negative, you can get like negative press or positive press, but you're still getting press. And also whenever we come in here and like disrupt the market, right? Um, if we lock games onto the platform, we're going to do this with some games that people already have a lot of wish list hype for. And that means like, these are people that are committed. Like they, they're customers that we know are hot for this game. And now we're going to bring it to our platform and then we'll get the cat just fell. Cat. Just Is that like what that was? Yeah. Is that what that was? That sounded hilarious and sad at the same time. Yeah, the cat was like bonk and fell, and then Jones oh. cracked him. Uh, oh. Cat's fine. Well, well yeah, I, I just, I don't know, man. Like this whole. <sighs> anyway, go ahead, Jim. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Anyway, I, I'm trying to figure out a cat problem here. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. So, but the deal is like, hey, you know what? If we put like Satisfactory, which is a game a lot of people were hot for, or uh, whatever that Metro thing, right? Metro 2033, whatever that is. Or like name some other game that went exclusive on there. Or for us, uh, specific to our audience, freaking Rebel Galaxy. is like, who here is not going to buy that because it's on that store, right? So it's like, okay, we're already locked in. Uh, unfortunately, I had talked to some people who were like, "Oh, I'll buy an ear." I'm like, "Why not just yeah, buy it well, now?" And that's fine. They, I, you know, I, I, okay, hey, you I, know I, what? I, Long tail, man. They're going to get that money anyway. I the hope only so. thing that, well, the thing is, okay, if if you have the patience to wait it out a year, when the exclusivity deal comes off, and then the game goes to Steam, when a game is a year old, typically it's at a fifty percent discount or something, right? Whenever it, yeah. uh, after a year. It's had all but its bugs fixed, it, it's had some DLC. Yeah. 
but when it comes off of exclusivity and it's like now available on Steam, is it, do you treat it like day one full price because now it's here, right? If well, I was a developer, I would. Or does the developer even know. choose to put it on on Steam at all? Though, like that's that's the thing. People are like, and that and that's the point I was trying to make though. Oh, like you're, let, you're nuts if you don't because well, let, like, well no 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 like let the developer choose where they want to sell but don't like don't as the store try and force it on the people look at what happened with the metro game where people had pre-ordered the shit out of it over on steam and then they're like oh nope we're not going to be here anymore like that's super fucked up pardon my french but like that's really jacked up now i know yep, that people that got money back choice. but like that was Metro's choice to do that. No, I understand that. I and like I get that. But like the problem is though is they ha- they they didn't just decide to also sell on Epic. They had to sign an exclusivity deal and pull from St- yeah, like that's it, since people had already pre-ordered it there. Anybody that already had money down on it got to keep their steam. I, I actually have a more contentious example uh, for y'all. Uh, Phoenix Point, uh, that XCOM-like game coming out from Julian Gallup, the guy who mm-hmm. made XCOM. It like it had a fig campaign, if you recall. And part of the fig campaign was you'd get the game on Steam. And then they announced yep. Epic Store exclusivity. And people were but, but here's livid. The Kickstarter slash Fig is funding, not a store. So you oh, I agree. Paid for the game, so there's I no agree. legal binding, right? I so agree, it's the thing: but... if you had money in the store as an actual legal pre-order, then they would have to honor it. But since not, and I put the onus for that shit on Julian because he should have been a little more accommodating rather than just be like, "Well, you know what? We got all the money now," and we don't even need your funding money. So if you want your money back here, here's your money. Kiss my ass. Right. And it's like, ah, that's not really the message I would send, but you know, okay. Yeah. It's uh, like, Oh, sorry. God. Well, I was going to say, I get that people that had already pre-ordered the, the Metro thing on steam got to keep their steam version. Like, and I think that's cool that that made it through. I just still think that that, that exclusivity situation again, just just makes it uh it's it's not illegal but man it, it definitely feels shady <laughs> so so here's a question what does it do to the pre-order market let's say borderlands had come out for pre-order on steam and it's like you know we're going to go exclusive on the epic store so if you want it on steam you got a 30-day window to pre-order that shit before we announce exclusive. That actually happened, I think, with... Um, I think that happened with, what, Anno 1800, where they were like, we're going to go exclusive. You have until the 15th right. of April to, to so buy wonder, it on Steam. Did it chill or heat their pre-orders? I wonder. Because it's like, hey, if you want it on Steam, here's your chance. Don't bitch. Because, you know... I don't know. So I, know like, I know a lot of people are playing it playing Anno on Steam. Yeah. Like they well, pre-ordered that, that's it on the Steam. Thing, though, right? Yeah. Is is like these companies are are especially the big publishers are all about pre-orders, right? Cuz that's how they determine 
like their uh, their financials and shit. They're like, hey, look at all these pre-orders. Or, oh, we're not getting enough pre-orders on Battlefield Five. Quick, lay everybody off, right? <laughs> like before the game even comes out. Um, so it's like, yeah, they do a lot of voodoo based on pre-order numbers. So uh, maybe somebody out there is going to say, you know, we can use this controversy to actually spike pre-orders to our benefit. Somebody will game this. Maybe they already did. Yeah, but here's the weird thing. There are exclusives on other stores that have pre-orders like Battlefield Five and whatnot on Origin or whatever. And it's like, who does anyone really care if it's only on Origin? That's what I... That's, I'm, well, I mean... Y- yes and no. Yes and no. And I will say this because a lot of times, even if it's just exclusive to one store and they have pre-order options, they do special things like if you pre-order it, well, you'll get this in the game. Or whatever, and and usually what'll end up happening is like in six months they'll release it as like a DLC thing that you can add on. Yeah, I, I guess it's just I'm wondering how there was another game that just went Epic exclusive only. I can't remember what it is now. But well, I'd have to go check my outrage channels. Always, oh, I haven't subscribed. <laughs> Like seriously, that's the only way I knew, right? Is is those channels that were all like super downers? Is just like that was my news. So it's just like, oh, the only news I get is shitty. So that's good for my mood. Oh, the internet's crapping to, again. Yeah, it, it's like there there needs to be a channel that doesn't doesn't like kiss the ass of anybody, no matter how bad they are, but. It's just like, you know what? If we don't like what you're doing, we just don't talk about you. Right? Because, like, no press is death. So it's just like, ah, you know, we don't have to stir up. People got to get those free games, man. You know, people got to get those keys. It's all about them keys. Speaking of that, man, so that velvet rope shit, like, you're sitting on like a bunch of keys, man. I haven't gotten anything free in a long time. Uh, Not really. I'm not. Not really. Uh, I'm not like I mean, getting like, keys thrown like at me. You, look, look, you're like, our supplier, Brian. You're supposed to hook us up, man. We're like, itching. I'm just gonna put it out there that you, mm. you got mm. a Rebel Galaxy Outlaw key. I'm testing I it. It's not. It's not, not like I just. It's not like I just you're te- playing it. I'm done. You're testing I'm, it. I'm personally responsible for features in the last one, like. <laughs> Bro, sure. the shortcut key for the ping on the map, yeah, that's me, right? I don't know what to tell you. So, I'm, I, I, no, you don't have to tell me anything. It's uh, me and me and Travis. We're gonna have we're gonna have a discussion about uh, my contribution. Okay. Um, it's I, honestly, I don't give a shit. I'm, okay. I'm happy you got it, and mm. in a in it's kind of I'm curious or whatever. But it's like I watched his stream videos, and it's like mm-hmm. that's all I need to see, right? Yeah. It's like my curiosity is sated. Like I'm, I'm not like on it fire. Should, like oh god, it, god. Now, folks, if you need, if you if you love Privateer, it should be a day one purchase for you. You know, that's all. I'm or say. in a year, if or you, or day three hundred and sixty six purchase. As yeah, for me, in a day. As for me and A says in our chat, day three sixty six. Uh, if you if you really have to get it on Steam, um, but I mean they seem perfectly happy with being on Epic, so 
I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it'll do Again, well. You know, and that's the thing, though. Like I said in the beginning, I think yeah. I think it's great that we have choice. I think it's yeah. great that the developers can choose where they want to sell their stuff to. My issue is purely with Epic, m- more than anything. I, I think that them forcing the people who want to sell in their store to be exclusive with them for a period of time, I think is a very shitty practice because well, you, well, you, it, don't it, it, you don't have to be exclusive to come on their store. There's plenty of games on there that have been on Steam for a long time. And, you know, like there's well, a Transistor this week. Things, yeah, I could buy no, 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 no. I know it's not exclusive on their store. We're talking about new stuff. Like new things that are coming to their store are the things that are becoming exclusive. I, I know that there are things that have been out for a while that are on their store that aren't exclusive. Like that's, I get, I'm talking about anything new that's been coming out is what's been like announced as the exclusive deal with them. Yeah, I think that's only select things though. Like Shakedown Hawaii is brand new. It's up for pre-purchase. But you can still get that on Steam. Wait, what is that? Shakedown Hawaii. What is that even? Yeah, Hotline Miami Part 3. Oh! Basically. <laughs> oh, okay. I never played the second one. Um, I should, though. Because it looks yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff. Is Bloodlines 2 going to be exclusive? I don't know. Maybe. I don't- Division 2 is on here. Well, that's definitely not exclusive to Steam. Outward, that's brand new, not exclusive. Well, Division 2 is not exclusive to Epic Store because they are also able to sell on Ubisoft's thing. Yeah. Which, but, again, but, makes sense. But it, but I'm just saying, there's like there's a handful of games that, yes, are exclusive, but there's also some games that are coming right out of the gate, and they're here and Steam and whatever. So I'm, I'm just saying that to get in the platform the the deal of you have to like put their chastity belt on is not the deal right that that's not like the only way in the door so you you can you can make the choice man it you just it, don't get it, that fat check it sure as hell seems like it but here that's you brought up an interesting game though with the division 2 that I that that is i think uh, an amalgam because it's one of the few that is being made by a developer that has their own store already. So it would be like out of the woodworks origin says, or EA says, Hey, here's mass effect four. We're going to sell it on our thing, but we're also going to go and sell it on Epic. And that's be like, man, that's a weird, that was kind of my reaction to the division too. Like I can get like, if they chose not to sell on steam and just sell on their own platform, Mm -hmm. But for them to sell on their own platform and then go and sell it on Epic, which is kind of like, woo, you're you're, so, you're different. So Ubi, a thing I have never got with them, right, is is like if they were their own store, if it was Uplay only, then they'd be dead because nobody shops on Uplay. But for them to sell it on Steam and then it redeems in Uplay, and then so Steam launches, Uplay launches the game. It's like, really? Why? Like, I don't, I don't ever interact with Uplay unless it's because I have to screw around with something with my account. You know, it's not synced up right or some shit. But I never see that thing other than when Steam triggers it to launch something. And it's just like, why do they even bother? You know, like what percentage of their sales? Maybe 
in some other country or something, but I don't know what percentage of their sales what? actually comes native on that. You play. Here's here's the thought, and and here's an interesting thought for you. What if, what if Ubisoft's plan with them being able to sell in the Epic Store is to drive more sales on their own store and bring more attention to their own store? Because people might be outraged at the idea of having to go buy a Division Two on on Epic, that they might just swerve and just go buy it direct from you. Well, but you can buy it on Steam too. Not so. the Division Two. Really? That's really. Hmm. That's that's what yeah, I was that trying to say. Is, that's it's a not weird on one. Steam. That's a weird one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that's, you. that's okay. A that's weird weirder one. yet, then, because that's I what I was trying to say. Like, that's why it's so strange. It, it would be like, or like EA saying we're coming out with another Mass Effect and we're going to sell it on Origin, but we're also going to go sell it on this thing over here instead of like steam or instead of this, we're like traditionally the division mm-hmm. and these Tom Clancy games have also been coming out on steam. Now this time around, it's like, we're going to sell it on our own store, but the, like we've normally been selling, but instead of selling on steam, we're going to go sell it on Epic. Yeah. Which is and weird. Well, yeah. So what's interesting about that though, is if I'm looking at division two and I look at steam and it ain't there and then I see it's on Epic but then I have the option to just buy it straight from Ubi. Yeah. Why would I, why would I involve Epic in this transaction? Right. If I've already got Uplay installed, if I've already got division one through steam via Uplay anyway, it makes me kind of wonder if it is a way to potentially oh, I, drive I, traffic I think, straight to them. Well, yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you because it's the thing is like, if I see it on Epic's store, eh, I could just get it from Uplay. So now I'm going to be a direct customer. So yeah, I th- maybe they're leveraging honestly, the people being offended. They're leveraging that. It's like, hey, free advertising. We don't care if you buy it there or not. <laughs> but you see, that's the thing, though, because like I have had zero desire to buy anything from Epic Store, not because I'm trying to like be that shitty of a person. There's just nothing on their store that interests me. But like, but like the Division Two, I am interested in. And when I saw that it was other only on UPlay or on Epic, I was like, "Well, I've already got UPlay. I might as well just buy it there and keep everything together." Like, why do I need to involve another third store that's only going to launch UPlay again? I almost think this is like a genius move by them. <laughs> yeah, I've only bought one thing on the Epic Store. I bought um that Hades game, you know, that ARPG made by the Bastion yeah. folks. It and it was fine. I mean, uh, ran okay. I mean, there was no problem with the purchase. Eh, it was okay, I guess. Uh, so there's a there's another trend that I'm noticing here too, mm. is when new things come out because most things are full price, like fifty, sixty bucks, right? Yeah, like Bloodlines is is pre purchased sixty dollars. Yeah. Borderlands Control 3, is 60 bucks. Outward is 40 bucks, right? So Sinking then City. Oh, game. that's that's going to be on here? Oh, crap. Yeah, so it's it's like then I see some stuff that's kind of like indie-ish, but they also come out with the balls like, ah, nah, nah, we're 40 bucks, right? Like over on Steam, 15. But since they're in company of games that are full, full price, if you come out at thirty bucks, you're already fifty percent off compared to the neighbors surrounding you on the store. So why not, right? So that that's kind of an interesting trend that I've seen because it because it's yeah that store 
is actually pushing prices up instead of down. It's it's kind of the opposite effect of Steam. <laughs> you know why I wish the Epic Store would have reviews? It's because there's apparently a roller coaster tycoon game on the Epic Store that was originally on the Switch, and I would love to know if that was any if that was good or not. Because you the last I've, I've actually heard it was not. Yeah, the $30 last dollars you could find out. The last what was a. The, the last um, Roller Coaster Tycoon game that Atari tried to make was terrible, apparently. So, uh, why would I buy this for $30? That was originally a Switch game. Yeah, uh, so that's kind of in service to my point. How much was it on the Switch? I bet I can't bucks. imagine it was $30. Hang on. Are, do Switch games run that much? Oh, yes. Switch games are full price sixty dollar games sometimes. Bro, holy crap! Have really? You played Breath of the Wild? I've not. I don't own a Switch. Doesn't matter. You don't have one. to. <laughs> Just borrow one. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> emulate slash R slash emulation. It's fifty dollars for the Switch. Also, Ooh. also Ooh, you could have gotten you could have gotten Ooh. Breath of the Wild on uh, Wii U. So fifty bucks for roller coaster tycoon shady adventures. That's uh, <laughs> not so crappy adventures. Yeah, yes. uh, I'll just I'll just go play Parkitect. Thank but you. Questionable coaster tycoon. <laughs> you play uh, Jurassic World Park Simulator. No, no, just go for broke. Get Parkosaurus because I heard that was really good. I heard Parkosaurus is really good. Actually. I got bored super fast with the Jurassic Park official thing. It um, did not hold me. It it held my attention for a little bit, and then I got caught up in some other games, but they've released a lot oh, of DLC. Yeah, Shut up, Jim. Doesn't it have the same Nobody problem? Asked you. Doesn't it have the same problem that Frontier's games other have? It's other other games has. It's pretty. Uh, uh, you mean like the Planet Coasters game? Yeah, Planet Coaster. Oh, what a... And that other game uh, that they make. Um, oh, yeah, that other one that is directly in our wheelhouse. It's got a lot of, a lot of planets. I can't God, remember. I can't believe I bought a lifetime license for that thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I regret as well. Like, yeah, what was I thinking? It, it's a... Like is there should be there should be at this point a way to like get a refund on that because uh, like would I buy a lifetime license for Star Trek Online because they still sell those I don't think I would you know you know there's a lot of content there but yeah. you know if they if, if they said if you pay a hundred dollars you can just host your own fucking server we don't care just give us a hundred bucks do what you want we don't care if you, we never see you again okay. Okay. Hey, speaking of City of Heroes, that's a thing. Uh, There's Ship of Heroes coming out, which is a direct, almost descendant of City of Heroes. What? It's called Ship of Heroes. It's being made by, um, I think, some people who worked on City of Heroes, plus some fans. But it's on a boat or a spaceship. It's on a, a giant spaceship. That's so big it has a city inside it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, so it's like Macross then. Eh. We're inside the SDF one. Sure. And it's Macross yeah. City. Or you're on Discworld. 
Basically. Oh my god! I just hope that we don't have to listen to that bitch sing because uh, what? <laughs> what? Who? Where? Freaking! <laughs> oh, that took me a second. Oh, I clearly missed something. I clearly that, missed that, something. That, that's that's a great like just subtle reference, Jim. Sorry. There's some oh. singing in Ro- There's singing in Robotech. Oh, we'll send you a link Somebody's later. Somebody's never seen Robotech. <laughs> we'll send you a link. Uh, yeah. So basically. <laughs> See, uh, Lin Minmay defeats the entire Zentradi invasion force with the power of a love song. Wait, wait, exactly. What? It's wait, terrible. Uh, wait, wait. It wasn't even good J-pop. It was bad. Wait, wait. She she sings. Dude, <laughs> Brian, dude. Brian's broken. Brian's wait. broken. <laughs> okay, so what this would be like wait. is. War breaks out with the Klingons. Tilly grabs a microphone and uh, opens the hailing channel and right? just sings the entire Klingon mm, armada in the beat. I still need to see season two of Discovery. But oh, dude, I heard. No, 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 I heard season two of Discovery ended bad. I heard it basically erased all the, everything from season one and two. That's what I heard. Like, it, like seasons one and two don't matter at all. That's what I heard. But it never did, really. No, no, it never did. But you know what? At yeah. the end of season three, Riker's going to wake up. <laughs> it's going to be watch- another hall. It's a hall oh, no. again. Oh no! He's going to wake up in the Picard show. Yeah, it's going to be. <laughs> gonna- oh. Picard rolls out of bed and he's like, "Jesus Christ, what was that bullshit? That was a terrible dream." Uh, that's how Picard could save it, man. One episode. We got Patrick Stewart for one episode. He's going to uh, fix That sounds terrible. That sounds really terrible. Uh, I, I, I just hope the Orville gets a third season. That's all I'm going to say about that. I don't know how it couldn't. At I don't know. Point, it's the only season track two, in town. Season two didn't, good in, uh, didn't do as well in the ratings as season one, apparently. Which is a shame. What? Yeah, apparently Come it had. On. I'm not. I'm. I'm not joking. Apparently, season two wasn't as good in ratings wise as season one, which surprises me because I thought season two was a better season overall. Well, um, well, now that now that now that season two of Discovery is out, I'm gonna do the free trial of the CBS thing just to watch it and see. I, but I heard I heard the ending of that season was just like. What? Yeah, yeah. That's I've I've heard the same thing, and I've heard from fans of the show who like the show, they even they're split on the ending. Apparently, <laughs> like so. So it, so it didn't have like a mic drop, like a double dick cling on piece. Apparently, I don't know if this <laughs> is what actually that's happened. That's how you go out, man. That's how you end a season. Is like I don't know. Klingon's is... got two dicks. Good night. Okay, I I don't know if this is actually what happened, but. I've been told spoilers potentially. I've been told, and apparently the show isn't even clear on this. But someone who apparently knows told me they got thrust into the future like nine hundred and fifty years into the future, where there's well, no bye. where there's no federation, <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's like it's, what? Okay, it's the uh, it's the tombstone me. It's the tombstone gift. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently it's going to be like Voyager, apparently, where it's lost in space all over again. 
Yeah. That's so what, what was I, the deal with Voyager at the end? Right. Cause they, they I got back know. and it took like a bunch of years and then like Tuvok had died from some kind of weird brain no, disease. No, 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 no. He didn't die. But okay. that, oh, so, I didn't watch. So, well, I, I don't know if we want to spoil Voyager for Brian. It's a 20 year old show. I don't care. Uh, okay, Go so I'm going to watch it. So, so just like yes, this it is exactly so, the plot of the Avengers. So, okay. It's, I was about to say, I was about to say, you watch the red letter media review of Avengers. Then. Because they did yes. the exact same thing. The the Mike Mike goes on this whole tangent about how the final episode of Voyager is called Endgame, and the plot is so weirdly similar to the plot of Avengers Endgame that it's just like maybe the writers plagiarized Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, but there is no tardigrade in Endgame. Well, there's no tardigrade in Voyager either, but still. Well, yeah, but um, I'm just saying, while we're plagiarizing shit, I wonder if that lawsuit's come about yet. I don't know. The whole Voyager or uh, Discovery versus the video game that is very tightly oh, similar right. to season one. Of I haven't Voyager, heard a thing about that of, since uh, it was announced. Yeah, that was like a yeah, year it's, or two it's ago. It's bubbled right? up in my, in my hate feed on YouTube <laughs> a few times. The hate uh, feed. Uh, I try to avoid. That's hate it, feeds. man. I'm going to start my own channel called Game Hate. <laughs> the YouTube channel. Which is, we hate games. That's what we do. I'm sure there's a plan. I bet you there's a channel where they just play games that they hate. I wouldn't be surprised because people seem to enjoy that. Yeah, it'd be like a let's play, but you call it a let's hate. It's like let's hate Stardew Valley. <laughs> Episode six. <laughs> oh, God. So, folks, the internet is really crapping out, so we're just going to start wrapping it up because this is terrible. I don't know what's I'm going on. I'm just getting funny, man. We got uh, <laughs> So it takes an ha- hour and a half for you to get funny? Is that what? <laughs> Liquor gotta, doesn't hit me immediately. It's it's like the it's like uh, you're starting a car in Minnesota in the winter. you got to let it go for like a half an hour before you can actually go anywhere. Uh <laughs> Yeah, um, I was thinking I have a I have a corporate meeting that I have to be I'm down sorry. in Charlotte. So I'm gonna be hanging out with Hunter for a week. Oh and, fun. Uh, but I was just thinking like I got a mostly empty bottle of Maker's Mark whiskey here. Oh. I could like just pour that into something else and then I could put iced tea in my Maker's Mark <laughs> thing. And then while I'm sitting in the meeting, just like reach in my laptop bag and pull out a whiskey bottle and just like <laughs> Uh, do you like your job? I mean, yeah. just just put like just, just put like a whole bunch of Arnold Palmer in there or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so, it would just it would just be like totally no alcohol, right? Just iced tea, but but just uh, the the gesture of just like mid political meeting, just like start chugging off a whiskey <laughs> and just like look over to somebody like, next to him and be like, "Hey, you want something?" It's like it's like, "Well, what are your thoughts on the new policy?" Fuck it, chug chug. <laughs> It's stupid. I won't remember it tomorrow. I got your synergy right here, asshole. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate business speak. Anyway, uh, just a quick... See, I, yep. I can't even talk anymore. Quick, quick that. Yep. Yeah. Programming notes. Uh, Thursday on the LAN party, we're going to be playing Pulsar Lost Colony. Uh, that's had a lot of updates since we last played it, so that'll be fun to return to. 
And Friday, we're doing a charity stream for in conjunction. Uh, if there's a, a curator called Sentinels of the Store, y'all, and they're really great. They, they call out um, bad developers. They call out people who make asset flips and sell them for a dollar and stuff like that. It's a really great curator and Steam group. And they're running a uh, ch- a series of charity streams for able gamers. Uh, and well, I thought it was oh, nice. I thought and, it was going to raise money in the fight against game cancer to <laughs> just like clean all the hentai right <laughs> off of Steam. No, 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 able gamers is actually legit. They're an actual okay. good charity. Uh, so I'm doing two streams for them. The first one is on Friday, starting at 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. I'm going to be playing Spaceborn. Which, if nice. you're not aware, is a really great early access game that's been just every update. They're like, we've added a dynamic economy. We've added, you know, player made missions. Like, holy crap, they're adding a lot. This is, it's going to be like the game that outs Star Citizen's Star Citizen. It's really going to be that. Cause it's got walking around and all that stuff people want. Um, so I'm playing that this Friday. And cause I wanted to play a game I like. And then next Friday, I'm going to be playing a game I hate called Dark Light Conflict. That came out in the late nineties. Uh, that's the best game. It's a terrible game. It's got no plot. Oh, oh wait, no, it's, it's got, that game. Never yeah, mind. I got it. It's it looks yes, pretty. Correct. Oh, it's awful. It's so awful. So I'm going to be streaming that next Friday. Uh, so I'm doing a game I like and a game I don't. So that'll be fun. So that's what's coming up. And then next week uh, we're doing a morning podcast, six a.m. Pacific time. Um, because, uh, Eisenberg, uh, Eisberg, I think asked, why do I want to punish myself? Because it's entertaining for other people. I mean, that's really the only reason. Um, next week on the podcast, we're doing a morning show, 6 a.m. Pacific time, because our guests are see, in See, at France? least you're honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, other people find it entertaining. That's the only reason, you know, <laughs> why else would I waste my time playing something awful? Um, Next week, we're going to be talking to the folks who make uh, Landinar Into the Void, because that comes out of early access tomorrow, May 1st, um, May Day. <laughs> uh, that, 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 that's hitting 1.0 tomorrow. We're very excited, because that's a great game, uh, if you all haven't yeah, played I it. To, I need to dip into that again. Like, Have you, you kept up with it? Because it's been I've kept up with the since. I've kept up with the updates, but I try with an early access game, I try not to play it too much. Because one, they change a lot usually between um, early access and release, and I don't want to get burnt out on a game that's going to change. And and two, I like to be surprised, you know. Um, yeah, because I I liked it. It it was it was kind of oh, like yeah. what if FTL got together with Baldur's Gate and yeah, maybe like oh god, I'm in the middle yeah. of a battle and my gun went down. I have to get out of the pilot's chair and fix the gun. Really fast, yeah. <laughs> and run it's away. A smooth transition between being outside the ship, flying at asteroid style. Oh God! Zoom in, so the smooth. Ship, jump out of the chair and run around, and put fire. Yeah, totes. Uh, Iceberg. It's called Landinar into the void. L a n d i n a r, and it comes out of early access tomorrow. It's made by Convoy Games. They're the same folks who made uh, that game called. Funnily enough, Convoy, um, <laughs> which was kind of an, another FTL. You style hear me over thing. there, Rubber Ducky? <laughs> <laughs> is, it a, is it a great we big get, convoy? We got ourselves a convoy. Uh, 
pig pen. This is you know, a rubber duck. That's, you that's a thought. Like we we could <laughs> actually have so a space stupid. game that is a sly retelling of Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, uh, yeah, that'd be, be great. I would play the great. You know, it would have to be a co-op game where you have at least one person as Smokey and one person as the Bandit, and then if you want, you can add a third person who drives the the truck. Uh, that yes, the Bandit is yeah, trying to smoke keep the Smokey and the Bandit is basically an escort quest. That's it's exactly, that that's exactly what it is. Hours. That's exactly what it is. Did you know there are seven of those movies? Did you know oh that? Oh my god, no. Yeah, I didn't. Know. I was in Target the other day and it's like the Smokey and the Bandit collection. I'm like, what? Holy so shit, it's like Bert and Sally and all of them or No. No, they were only they were only in the first two. And then if you recall the third movie had the other guy pretending to be the Bandit. Um and then the other movies no, are about. I ever went past two. Oh yeah, don't. And then the other movies apparently I haven't watched them yet, but the other movies apparently because I bought it clearly. The other four movies are about the bandit's son. Apparently, they were all TV movies like in the nineties. And uh, one yeah. is and, it, and then he, you know what would be really cool is if it turned out that Bandit's son was actually Stringfellow <laughs> Hawk. Who flew oh, no. and then they could it's all together man. up with a neat little yeah totally and and then his son a team and airwolf crossing and then his son the went on to command Nightmare. megaforce that's what happened yes. with that <laughs> just <laughs> tie it all dude, tie all I, that bad tie all that, that shit that's together. what they need they need to they need to get the, uh, the avengers in game no this is the ultimate crossover yeah screw that yes. screw the marvel cinematic universe we need the bad 80s cinematic universe put in daryl yeah, in there like, somewhere yeah, totally cloak dude, and dagger all those guys die off we need to get we need to get a team knight rider <laughs> and airwolf as a crossover well is Jan Michael Vincent? I think he passed away. He did he? pass away recently. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, he wasn't yeah. Well, doing all right. Well. That's, that's yeah, he yeah, wasn't doing well because he's gone and Ernest Borgnine's gone. Yeah, so they're so. long. He's long gone. Ernest Borgnine. Yeah. yeah, sadly. Have you ever seen Laser Mission? <laughs> no, no, I have not. Uh, but what I was going to tell you is favorite. What, what I was going to tell you is one of the Bandit movies. Is named is called, and this is an actual title. And there he is, right outside your door. <laughs> this is the actual title: Bandit, comma Bandit, comma Bandit. That's the <laughs> that's the title. Bandit, that, Bandit, Bandit. That's the is title that like of Tora, I believe. Tora, Tora. I don't know. It's the title of the, the fifth or the. It's the title of the fifth or sixth movie in the series. I can't remember offhand. Or the, well, they they could have a movie with Bruce Willis, and they would call it the Fifth Bandit. Uh, and about die love. bandit and Lin Min May Lin Min May stops the invasion with uh, J pop. Oh, we should we should that should be another topic. We take movies that aren't space movies and turn them into space movies. Like I would, yes, that'd be we, a fun. We spaced next, that shit. Next time Bill we do a topic Ted. show, the, next time we do a topic show, that's what we're doing. Like Smokey and the Bandit in space. How would that look? That'd be fun. I think it's a great Bill idea. and Ted's bogus interplanetary. Hey, they're doing stuff. a third one. They've th- supposedly no, like, they've announced it. They they said it's happening. Well, they they did an well, announcement at the they, Hollywood Bowl. They announced it, but like it's happening been next year. Nothing since then. No, they they had an announcement like a month ago. Like the two leads were at the Hollywood Bowl. Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter were at the Hollywood Bowl, saying it's happening. 
next yeah, year. I saw the picture it's coming out next year. You, you know, you know what I would pay real money for huh. at this point. I I huh. want Megaforce another two? machete movie. I want another machete. You know, I never because, saw Machete Kills. I never saw it. Was uh, was it good? But was it good? But Machete Three is Machete in space. Oh, and that's what we need. Oh right yes. there. I love the yeah, first the, machete. The, just the trailer for, reason, for machete in space is at the end of Machete Two, and <laughs> wait, really? It's beautiful. Is it? Yes. A, is it? One, oh God! Oh no! It's it still hasn't happened. <sighs> no, to, it probably never will happen. Uh, it's it's that Robert Rodriguez. It's like how Machete even happened. It was a fake ass trailer. Yeah, in yeah, Brian everyone House. loved it, and then yeah. people were like, "You better make that shit." And yeah, so I'm that's where I'm at for Machete in space. I so it. Danny Trejo is a taco store, taco uh, restaurant here in L.A. that I should go visit, and if he's there, I'll ask him about it. Yeah, um, uh, yes, do. But I will I'll, buy your tacos. Apparently, you he also has excellent tacos. I, so I really need to make a trip up there. Um, anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening to this rambling thing. We seem to have stabilized the internet a bit. Um, turning down the bit rate seems to have helped. Sorry about all the technical issues earlier. We were having some real problems. Um, yeah, it's like, know. internet's fixed. Bye. So, yeah, I'm going to uh, do a couple of test streams before Thursday. So, uh don't you don't have to watch them. I'm just gonna do. I'll probably play like one figure death punch two later today just to do a test. Um, because that game's amazing. So, anyway, folks, thank you so much for watching and listening. And if you're a Patreon supporter, thank you for supporting. Uh, again, we have some new tiers. If you want to actually directly affect the content of Space Game Junkie, you there are tiers for that now. Uh, so check out our merch store, merch, merch, we, merch. We don't have t-shirt cannons, sadly, but we do have t-shirts. Um, you know how much a t-shirt gun costs? I'm sure, the, I'm sure they're expensive. I'm sure they're expensive. They're like, that's a, can you imagine putting something more than a t-shirt in there? You would kill someone. Those things are serious. <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been a murder mystery show where it's like someone, instead of putting a t-shirt in there, put like a brick and shot that into somebody and killed them. I'm surprised that is not okay. So they are available from t-shirtgun.com. <laughs> oh god, of course. I'm they not are. shitting you. Uh-huh. Buy now online. How much? Uh, I'm looking. When All right, t-shirtgunstore.com is where oh, it god. took me to after that. I hate when they Let's split see. domain. I hate when they split uh, domains cannon. like that. I hate when they split domains. I need domains a t-shirt like cannon. All right. So the Bleacher Reacher Pro is $1,639. $1,600? Mega Buster, $2,039. I love these names. Holy shit. They have a t-shirt Gatling gun. It's $4,000. I've seen those. I've seen those. Gatling gun 2.0, $54.99. I'm going to put a picture of this bitch in the chat. And on that shit. note, folks, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you so much again for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. Have a great night, y'all. Bye-bye.
myself I'm 